Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hamburger Generation Jeel Al Hamburger. <laughs> hamburger? Wait, Hamburger? Yeah, ham- Hamburger. What do you. Ham- hamburger? Hamburger. In Arabic? <laughs> it sounds like you're doing the Pink Panther voice, right? <laughs> hamburger, you know? Like oh, that. <laughs> yeah, from that scene. Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. Jeel Al Hamburger. Jeel Al Hamburger. Hamburger. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode on Jeel Hamburger. Hamburger Generation. I'll just say the English yeah. one. <laughs> so first off, we really want to say thanks to everybody who's been listening to our podcast. I mean, Jamil and I have been noticing that there's a lot of people that are reaching out to us. We've got we've been getting a lot of listens on our episodes. Jamil, come on. Yeah, I mean, we've hit 20. Well, this is going to be the 21st episode. Uh quite a milestone, I guess. Twenty one? I mean twentieth would have been yeah, <laughs> should have mentioned this last episode. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah. Twenty one, here we go. <laughs> oh man, I've been waiting for the twenty first episode. <laughs> So yes, it's it's our big 21st episode um, today and we just want to first thank everybody who's been listening. If you like the podcast, please slide in the DM on Instagram or Facebook. Send us something because we love to read messages of people or if you somehow know us, message us as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, not in a creepy way, just message us. Pop in, say hi, how are you? Say hey, Isra, you are so funny. I love everything you say. <laughs> Anyways, um, so today's episode is actually an episode that we recorded a few months ago. And we recorded on another podcast, a good friend of ours, Basil. Yeah, Basil well, well, Tawi. Ba- Basil recorded it, not us. Yeah, a good friend of ours, Basil. We recorded it with him on his podcast named Basil Meets. So some of you hardcore listeners would know who Basil is because we've had him on our podcast for an episode called Basil Meets Metallica. So he's a great guy. He's been on our podcast. We've been on his. So this is us featuring his podcast. Um. Our episode. Us. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me regroup. Us being on his podcast. Now bringing it back to Hamburger Generation. Jilal Hamburger. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They get, hold on, hold on. They get it. They get it. <laughs> okay, this might not... So this is, <laughs> hold on, hold on, <laughs> this is so fucking hard. Okay, this is my son, Jamil and I, we went, <laughs> we went to Basil's studio, we recorded with him on Basil Meets about us, but now we took the, <laughs> we took the episode top. We took it and we're putting it on our show, but it's from his show about our show on his show. Yeah. Basil Meets. On <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger Generation. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I forgot who recorded it. What was it about? <laughs> who's, who's on this? All I know is Basil Meets. What's a hamburger? <laughs> hamburger. 
So where are you guys from? Like, what are you... Like, I feel like you have an American accent. Mm-hmm. You have more of a, I've lived in Dubai for a while accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you judging me? <laughs> hey, come on. I've lived in Dubai for a while. <laughs> I don't have that. Yeah, so, like, what are you guys, what's your background? What's, what's... Isra, you want to okay, go first? I'll go first. I don't, um, so, I'm originally Palestinian Jordanian. Okay. Uh, I was brought up in Canada. Okay. Um, I was just in Canada. Yeah? Yeah. Where? Toronto. Oh, I have to kill a second T. You know, I, <laughs> I learned the hard way. You know? okay. Toronto. I was like, hey, oh, Toronto. And they were like, uh, it's Toronto. Yeah. yeah, Toronto. Yeah, I definitely have to kill the second T. I'm tea. guessing you're not from Toronto. No, I'm not it from Toronto. It must be that Dubai accent. <laughs> it must be the Dubai accent, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. Uh, yeah. Toronto. So you're not from Toronto. No, no, I grew up in Ottawa. Okay. Okay, which is like seven hours drive from Toronto. Okay. The capital. The Capital. Canada, yes. yes. I love, uh, well, I was going to say uh, Canada, but I just realized I've, I've only seen Toronto. Okay. So I'm well, going to say I love can, Toronto. You can still love what you've experienced from Canada. It's, it's so allowed. cool. Yeah. I love yeah. Canada. Okay. I do, actually. Yes, Great. I do. I'm, 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 I feel comfortable saying this. I love Canada. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tell me. Uh, so you've you've grown up there? F- yeah. I grew up there. Um, I My family and I moved back here when I was 16. Okay. Um, so then, you know, that whole challenge of integrating back into the UAE at 16 years old. Okay. So that's one of our episodes that we have called Schoolhood. Okay. Where, you know, I, you know, share a little bit of the challenges that I had, you know, the school, how the girl section and the boys section, you know, all the That's UAE interesting. Drama. Tell us more about that. Be I like, oh, 10A. Oh, we hate 10C. I was like, <laughs> we're all great 10. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> What's going on with this rivalry? Uh, yeah, what is this? Uh, yeah. And like, oh, the girls in 10C, oh, they're not cool like the girls. You know, that kind of thing. So um, you moved back when you were 16. Yes. And that you found that difficult reintegrating into society yeah yeah okay. it's definitely challenging I'd say from a female perspective okay just giving you guys the female cool. edge no I would this. love to know that yeah um, to all the, the females listening uh huh I definitely felt like the girls that I that I had experience with, at least, the biggest difference was there was a lot more plotting and scheming. Okay. In the female community, Interesting. Um, not girls on girls, girls on parents. Okay. Okay. Girls so, on parents. Girls on parents. This is getting so really anytime interesting. we want to go out, uh-huh. there's always okay. You tell your parents we're going to there is a center, center, okay, and then we'll go to Cheche, and then and then I'm just like, oh my, is just a lot of brain power required to to just hang out. Say, say that again. I just need to exactly. I just need to write I'm this like, down. Can I just tell my parents I'm going to Cheche's? Like, why do I have to do all this? Because some of the guys from the boys section they're coming to Cheche's. We're gonna meet up with them, then go for a movie. I'm like, oh, this is. And your mother knows my mother, so if you exactly. tell your mother. <laughs> My mother's gonna know. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't want to have that. <laughs> so that was like the most difficult social element for me. Okay. Just the scheming and plotting. Everybody was always like, you know, on top of things. And I'm like, but where are we saying that we're going, but we're not actually going? That kind of thing. Um, but I guess you learned very quick to become manipulative. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, I got this. Yeah, yeah. City center. Exactly. Cheche, got it. Exactly. That was. The golden uh, combination there that everybody loved. Mm. City Center, JJ's. Did you find a cultural um, shock maybe? Like uh, coming sort of into, going from a very North American experience yeah. and then coming into a very sort of maybe, 
I would say Arab in a way. Yeah, yeah it's Arab yeah, experience. Yeah, it was their Arab expat experience at yeah. least. Okay. Um, there, I did face some challenges in that. I guess the way or the environment that I was in in Canada, it was a really big deal to lie. Okay. Oh yeah, it's a big deal too. Okay, yeah. To lie to your parents. Okay. Like when I was in school in Canada, when I was like in grade nine, one of my friends she she had a boyfriend and her parents didn't approve, and she still went out with him okay. and she lied to her parents and we all got really upset with her. Okay. And mm. like we kind of distanced ourselves, like we don't want to be involved in this. See why I love Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's, ethical. It's bizarre world, really, compared to like here where it's like. Like, everybody, all the girls kind of have, like, secrets, and, you know, the objective is to hang out with the guys without telling your parents, and then go here, right, and then yeah. <laughs> that combination. So, right. yeah, maybe that aspect, that was the biggest challenge for me. Right, okay. Having to have so many secrets and having to, you know, just interact in a really non-transparent way. Yeah, but that doesn't sound very comfortable. Yeah, it's sure. not comfortable. Maybe in the, for the guys in the Middle East, it's, it yeah. is more transparent. H- how did you, uh, like, did you see the same for you? I mean, I know you've probably been uh, here for longer. Or Yeah, I mean, I was born in Toronto. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, it's a lot of Canadians <laughs> today. Toronto? <laughs> yeah. But I, when I was born, uh, my parents just put the passport in my pocket and we <laughs> shut it out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we moved around for until I was five years old. Okay. And then we settled in Dubai. Gotcha. Okay. And my dad got like a good job in civil engineering, and then yeah, I just grew up here. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so you didn't have that issue of. I mean, you probably yeah, you, you grew up here, so. Yeah, yeah. And okay. for guys, it's just so easy. Like I'm going out, you don't even have to explain, right? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it was. I mean, for me, I I came here when I was thirteen. Uh, thirteen. I was thirteen. Okay. Oh, okay. So, Where were you uh, before that? I was in Jordan, and okay. I was born in Kuwait. So uh, you were one of those people who left Kuwait during the Gulf War. Um, so, um, you know, I remember when the Gulf War happened, um, I had, I think school was just around the corner for me. And, uh, and yeah, I remember my mom waking me up and she was like, Saddam entered Kuwait. I was like, oh, he like, I thought like literally he just like Saddam himself walked, in. walked into the borders. <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh, cool. He's coming for a visit. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> you know? And she's like, no, no, there's war. Like war is, it's, it's happening. Uh, of course, I'm young. So like I understood war in the context of How like old a is five-year-old. Like I was, yeah, I was five years five. old. Five, okay. So, I mean, I remember some like glimpses of it. <clears throat> and I remember... Um, you know, uh, I remember the, the Iraqi military being in Kuwait. Uh, I remember us being stopped, uh, checkpoints. Uh, they checked my dad's, like, uh, identification and stuff like that. And, and then at some point, my dad was like, well, you know, we got to leave. We have mm. to go to Jordan. So we, mm. I remember, like, we just packed whatever we had to pack in the back of our car. And we sold all the furniture. We sold everything that we had. Obviously, I'm st- I was very young, so I don't really understand what my dad actually is going through at that yeah. time to make yeah. such a drastic decision to say, like, we got to pack up, we got to go. Um, and then we drove from Kuwait through Iraq. Uh, we slept in Baghdad for a night. And funnily enough, not very funny, actually, uh, the, the hotel that we stayed in just like a couple of days after was bombed. Ooh. And uh, not, funny. not funny at all. No, yeah, it was, yeah, it, was yeah. it was very scary. But then we got to Amman uh, in like around that time, and we just stayed in Jordan for the next eight years. Um, 
luckily for me, I was just about to start, you know, grade one, and yeah, it was just new. The whole thing was new for me. So, mm -hmm. uh, but then when we came to the UAE, it was just a very different experience. You know, like going from in Jordan, I was in a mixed school. Mm. Uh, it was, you know, teacher and parents and like uh, students. That relationship was very like engrossed yes. and very like everybody yeah. knew everything. And, you know, yeah. so so I came to this school in, in Sharjah and it was different. Like we weren't like uh, guys were in a section, girls were in a section, like you're saying, uh, B and C and whatever. And like uh, it was just a very different environment for me to uh you know, to get used to, you know. Yeah. Um, so that, for me, that was type of the experience. But mm. we've always moved around, you know, mm. like, uh, or, or these, like, three times in our lives, at least, we moved around. It was very big moves for us, you know. And uh, I think my dad, at some point, um, wanted to go to the U.S., uh, but we never did. I was like, Dad... Why? <laughs> you know, could have been living in New York right now, you know. Um, podcasting there. <laughs> podcasting there. Maybe could have been on Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> could have done that. But uh, but yeah. So I was in Canada, uh, your home country. Uh, just to no, go I'm, with pa you. I'm Palestinian, Jordanian, man. Like, you oh, okay. Represent yeah, yeah. Right? Well, like, well, but you know, Canada's also a great place. It you is know? a great place. Yes, yeah. definitely. But I like they to, say, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know how they, there's that Arabic thing that like. Uh, the country that you immigrate to is like your girlfriend. Right. But the country that you're from is like your mom. Okay. Right? Mm. Interesting. Or one is like your wife and one's like your mom. So how do you so identify yourself mostly between those two like cultures that you come from? I'm definitely Palestinian. Like, okay. For sure, 100% Palestinian. Right. Like I identify, if somebody were to ask me where are you from, I'm Palestinian. Right. Right, that's the core. Because cool. that's yeah. my mom, right? Right. But then if the conversation escalates a little bit more, then yes, I grew up in Canada. That's my wifey. <laughs> so, yeah. It's interesting, though, right? I, th I feel like a lot of people who live in Dubai have this very mixed cultural background. Yeah. Everybody yeah. you yeah. speak to, they have that really interesting background. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I, I lived in Halifax, Nova Scotia, in uh, Canada for okay. five years. Uh -huh. And over there, they, I mean, you'd ask people, oh, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. And when they ask me, it's like, okay, do you want the short answer yeah. or the long answer? <laughs> exactly. And to them, it's like, what? Like, just tell me where you're from. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you gotta explain like I'm Palestinian but I have a Jordanian passport uh, why? Well, because etc etc et so let's and get then, some coffee over yeah, there exactly go to a Starbucks yeah. Tim Hortons actually yeah <laughs> true and then like lived in UAE like wait, what? okay and yeah. then yeah but I'm also Canadian all, as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. confuses people over there. Right. That's I, that's one of one of the feelings that I felt when I had my daughter, who was five years old. Shout out to Mara. Right, right. <laughs> Shout out to Mara. Yeah. <laughs> um, as soon as I had her, like I was telling my husband, I was like, I kind of just want to move to Jordan. Like, really? I want to move to not that I've ever lived in Jordan or like. Jordan's a great country, but not for me personally. Uh -huh. okay. But I was willing to make that sacrifice. Right. I wanted to move to Jordan because I thought, wouldn't it be great for her to just grow up having a secure identity? Uh -huh. Wouldn't it be great for her to just grow up being from a place and live in that place right. and not have this, like, you know, 50 mm. words, words or less essay about <laughs> where I'm from? Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but I guess that's part of growing up in Dubai. Right. Everyone's yeah. from everywhere. So. And also, there's, like, pros and cons to it all, right? Like, even with, like, being from so many different places, it's, like, gives you 
so much more insight of oh, all de- these places. Definitely. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, living in Dubai is definitely very unique. Yeah. In the sense that you meet people from all over the world, mm. and then you meet people who are a mix between different places around the world. Like you would meet a Emirati person who is o- whose mom is also like Korean. Yeah. yeah. You know, or uh, you meet a Palestinian person whose mom is like English or Russian, or you know, it's just. Yeah. It's so interesting the amount of mixed backgrounds that you meet mm. growing up in the city, you know, and um, I think that's one of the things I love about being around, being in Dubai, you know. Uh, that's what and happens when you have a part of cultural diversity in one true, place. True, true. I think yeah. Toronto, is, in a sense, is yeah. very similar in in that case, right? I mean, Definitely. walking around the streets yeah. of Toronto, I felt. I, it's just very multicultural, yeah. and I saw so many people from all around the world, and I like that. I, that's something that I actually, I respect that. I respect mm. multiculturalism, and I respect people who assimilate in a certain city and, you know, identify as the, they're like from the city and, but don't forget their heritage. To, yeah, sort of thing. I mean and that's I think a really like good you. point. That's a really yeah. good point because right. like Canada is great in the sense that it's multicultural, but at the same time it does feel like a melting pot. Right. Like you really have to integrate and become part of the society, and slowly your you know your kids will lose track of who they are and their identity because right. the society is just really welcoming in that yeah. way. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, versus the UAE, where it's a very like <laughs> toss salad. Right. Um, and it's only becoming more of a salad. Right. Right. Now it's yeah. getting smaller, right? yeah, yeah. Because like now, people I've grown up with are getting married, um, mixed type marriages, like a Lebanese to an Indian, and their kids are going to grow up with an even longer story. So yeah. it's God, really so just becoming so much more complicated. Think about it, though. The next yeah. generation, the generation after that. Oh my God, what a mixed bag we're going to be of like yeah. cultures and. But Gene I mean, pool. also, if you think of it historically, have you ever heard ab- about that? Uh, I forgot the name of the website. It's like you can make an order where they send you a tube or something, and then you got to spit in it, yeah. right. and you send it back to them, and they'll tell and you. Me. Oh, right. is that what it's called? Yeah, because they advertise it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on the mod. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. I've heard about that, the DNA yeah. testing, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it tells you where, where you're originally from, and it's like this, like all over the map sometimes. Yeah. Right. You know? So that's actually literally what's happening right now that's true yeah. and we're seeing it happen right before our eyes that's absolutely true mm-hmm. it's interesting though I mean um, I've uh, you know I've, I've, I've always in Dubai like that's the first question you ask someone right like oh where are you from you know and that's something yeah. that's that's acceptable but mm-hmm. I find that when we travel that question is kind of weird for people you know mm-hmm. and, and especially like the answer I would give because I'm also like originally Palestinian mm-hmm. and uh and it's just odd. Like, what do you answer first? Do you oh. say the Jordanian thing or do you say the Palestinian thing? Or, like, what do you yeah. say first? Especially when you're, you're, like, in a country that doesn't really get, you know, the background of the story mm-hmm. and doesn't really understand why you're saying you're Palestinian when you're really Jordanian. This, yeah. Like, especially when you're on a visa in a certain country. And for sure. So all these things, you, like, for me, the question where you're from read so many different like scenarios <laughs> at the back of my mind like okay what story do I need to tell this person yeah. Yeah. am I comfortable enough to share yeah. the real story you really have or, to be selective yeah exactly yeah. and considerate to audience, who you're talking to yeah. the audience yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah 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 it's a storytelling process in itself <laughs> yeah and sometimes when you say Palestinian um, 
it depends on the person you're talking to. Sometimes the, the person is so pro-Palestinian, it's like, ah, Palestine. <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, all right, relax. You know, we're not doing this. That's always fun, though, because <laughs> yeah. you get to high-five over it. Right. <laughs> and sometimes they're like, yeah, we have to go fight. We're okay. I'm just okay. on vacation <laughs> in, in Thailand. Like, I'm not looking. I just want to dive. That's all I want to do right now, you know? So true, especially when we were traveling, like backpacking around and you talk to some people. Sometimes people ask me, oh, where are you from? And I can sense, like, if I say Palestine, this is going to breed, like, a whole conversation. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. like, in the middle of the ship trying to get to another island, and I'm nauseous and all that. Like, I just can't deal with it right now. To it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm from wherever the hell you want me to be from. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I feel the same way, you know. It's, and sometimes you feel like the other side, you know, like some people who might not appreciate that yeah. you're saying you're Palestinian, you know, and... Um, and that's when it becomes more interesting. But it's mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like, well, do I want to get into a political conversation yeah, right now? Yeah, you don't want to. And you're like, oh, well, you know, uh, going back in history. Uh, yeah. So it's just like that whole scenario. But you have to. But, but, well, yeah, yeah, but but job as a Palestinian, you have to. You're you an ambassador saying? of Palestine. To <laughs> yeah. be honest, in these situations, I kind of enjoy saying Palestine, I right. have to admit. Well, so. I have to consider my wife as well. I was like, do you really have to do this right now? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> my husband does it all the time. Like, we'll be in a taxi, and then we're just... Getting from the airport, like I'm not in the mood, yeah. and then the taxi driver would be like, "Where are you from?" Would be like in Spain or something, and he'd be like, "You know, my friend, <laughs> I come here to visit your country, but I cannot visit my own country." And I'm like, oh, please. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, okay, let me just sit back and enjoy the ride. But um, every once in a while, I, I do have kind of a secret right. that I want to share. Sure. Oh, you guys, yeah, we're up for it. Is this a safe spot? Just, for me just to the share? three of us yeah. and whoever's listening. <laughs> um, so every I've, I've kind of started this new thing okay. where when I travel, I don't say Palestinian or anything that's real. I kind of lie okay. about where I'm from uh-huh. based on the audience, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but I go like, I have to social socially ethically kind of I have to do the greatest good okay okay so I say whatever country people have the most negative stereotype about okay like a stigma exactly Uh so for example I'm uh, I had traveled on my own to go to Sri Lanka I was visiting my brother who had who had a hotel there Uh and my husband was at home with my daughter so then I'm talking to this Australian girl and you know, we're having a conversation, and then she's like, um, she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on a mommy vacation. My husband's at home with my daughter. And she's like, oh, that's so nice. Uh, are you from the Middle East? I've never met anybody from the Middle East before. Mm. And then I, she's like, the only Middle Easterners or Arabs I've met are Afghani. I'm like, <laughs> hold on. I'm, <laughs> okay, so I'm like, okay, I gotta step this one up. <laughs> so then she's like, so where are you from? I'm like, oh, me? I'm from Saudi Arabia. Oh. And then she'll be like, oh, really? You're from Saudi Arabia? I'll be like, yeah, I'm from Saudi Arabia. And she's like, wait, what? You're from Saudi Arabia? Like, aren't, why aren't you, like, fully covered? Um, how is your husband allowing you to travel? Um, why are you speaking to me in English? Just, I'm sorry, but I, I mean, I only know what's in the media. Exactly. Yeah. Like, explain this to me. I'm like, what? No, don't listen to those guys. Like, my husband's probably doing the dishes right now. He's also Saudi. You know, this is how everyone's out here talks. Just try to, like, break down his we many really boundaries. really good Canadian accents. All of us. In- <laughs> <laughs> We're all educated to this level. And she'd be like, but I thought everyone in the Middle East 
voice was, you know, obviously like yelling Allahu Akbar and screaming. <laughs> and then I was like, no, well, the media just kind of shows you um, the extremist or like, you know, the white trash version or, you know, mm. the reality is different. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Yeah. That's very interesting. Allahu Akbar all the time. Like yeah. imagine, yeah, imagine like if that was true though, right? Like you enter the office in the morning, hey, Allahu Akbar, <laughs> you're leaving, like, hey, uh, you know, at your meeting, you're like, Allahu Akbar, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you guys exactly. don't say. Uh, no, no, it can't even be said. It must be screamed. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. With like some flag burning in your head. It's somebody's birthday. Sure. Allahu Akbar, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, selectively lying. That's right. kind of the new right. thing that I'm doing. Well, I think I, I see where you're coming from, mm. and I am kind of the same. Okay. So, you know, yes, I have the whole scenario brewing at the back of my mind when somebody asks me, like, and it's a split second. you got to decide, right? Yeah, like, sure. where are you from? Oh, um, like all these things behind my mind, back of my mind, and then I'm like... Uh, and then I try to say the first thing. Uh, I'm from. We, we flew in from Dubai. That's, so that's the first thing I say. And then, oh my God, Dubai! And like, of course, everybody freaks out. I'm like, oh my God, it must be amazing there. It's like a wonderland. You must be rich. Uh, we were in New Orleans once, and uh, you got a pool of oil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the guy was like, who's telling my wife? Was like, oh, are you a princess in Dubai? Like, uh, and we we're like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't rip us off. That's all I care about. Princess. We have oil. <laughs> you know, so everybody in Dubai has oil. Uh, but no, uh, so we think. Uh, so I say from Dubai, and then they, we see we gauge the, uh, mm. the you know, the the the, the response, yeah, yeah. and then I start thinking like, oh, okay, I want to probe this person, mm. and I want to say that uh, well, actually, uh, Palestinian. Jordanian, you know, like just throw the Jordan. Everybody loves Jordan, you yeah. know, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We but got you guys, Queen Rania. <laughs> yeah, we got Queen Rania. She was on Oprah, you know, yeah. you guys love, love Oprah. So, like, balance it out, Palestinian, Jordanian. And then uh, they, and then that, pro, that starts a discussion. And then I start, like, talking about, like, I, and that's when I like to start talking about, you know, Palestine and, and what it means and mm. and where I'm from yeah, and, like, that sort of thing. And, and you'd be surprised a lot of people are very interested to know, like, very interested to know the backstory because to them, they don't know. They just yeah. hear what they hear on the news and that's it. But to meet an actual real person from that place is actually very interesting and it's more interesting that I've never been there I don't know if you guys ever been there but I've, I've never been, never been. Never and, been to Palestine and that begs the other question it's well why do you identify with a place you've never been to you know and that's a question that I, I always get good question you know like you identify with Palestine but you've never been to Palestine oh. and and maybe I will like what do you guys think when you guys if you get asked that why would yeah. you so I, I thought about that question actually I've asked myself that a bunch of times um, what I've came to agree with, with myself, is that Palestine is becoming more and more of an idea rather than a real country with a land and, you know, government and law and all that. Right. So I feel like it's part of my duty to my ancestors mm. to keep their idea alive. Right. So I, I take it more like as rather than like a nationality, more like a responsibility right. of like self-identifying as Palestinian right mm-hmm. like a, like your heritage and yeah. to keep your yeah, heritage yeah, sort of alive yeah, I mean yeah. if it's not going to be a government that's keeping it alive and it's not going to be you know other people keeping it alive then like the least I could do really is just say I'm Palestinian the idea of it yeah right right and, and, and take on it yeah. and yourself um, for me be, the reason I identify as Palestinian is because from the day I was born, 
your parents. <laughs> to, I mean, till the conversation I had with my mom on the way here, every single conversation or interaction I've had in my family has had a Palestinian undertone. Right. For sure. Right. Even if it's, it's raining today. I wonder how the weather is in Palestine today. <laughs> like there is always a, an undertone of Palestine, and um, obviously my dad being like a crazy patriotic Palestinian man. Right. Um, every single political issue somehow is related to the so Palestinian-Israeli yeah. issue. So you cannot go an hour right. without Palestine being introduced. Right. So it's it's there. It's, it's uh, in everything I do and every way I think. That's a good point. There's no yeah. way of escaping. That's a good point. It, it's is very much in the Palestinian household. Like it's, yeah. it's there. You know, Palestini, the Palestini. You know, like it's like a thing you are told since you are born, and like, yeah, you know, like they whisper it in your ear yeah. every day. Like you're Palestinian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Got> it. <laughs> you know, so. And everyone's got like some piece of art in their house that right. identifies <laughs> with like you know a map that's Palestinian or a lady hugging an olive tree or the agad or gatra or whatever exactly. like that, that we have a bunch of those yeah. for sure so growing up those, yeah. that's definitely subliminal messaging hitting you as a child you know so you right. can't yeah. escape it well it's yeah. interesting right now like I don't know about you know maybe with us that's very prevalent but what do you think about the, a younger generation? So like your daughter, maybe. Oh, she um, can't escape it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sure. So you're Her like, favorite song is like, and a demi Palestini. Like, she cannot. <laughs> okay, so it's like escape. very much there. Yeah, definitely. But when, you, when she goes to school and stuff, like, do you think that's a thing as well? Do you think that's, um, you know, I don't know if she mingles with other kids oh. who, who mm. maybe are of a similar background. But now we talked about earlier the very big melting pot of of countries. And like now we have these kids who are just sort of very different background yeah. and and the the you know the the identity becomes murkier and murkier um, it's confusing but it's not I mean I don't blame them right because you live in a in a city that's very multicultural and you meet so many different people who also have very mixed backgrounds as well yeah. so it's tough it's tough to identify with a certain place you know it's tough, tough to say like um, well I'm from and again like I said earlier like we have to think about okay well where we're from and like we have to answer that question so exactly. I could only imagine that generation after it's, us is going to be it's even tougher for them to it's something else like it's strange to think that my daughter's five years old and she seems to be very aware of where her friends are from and where she's from like like last year we had a, a situation in her class where they have a giant map of the world right and they've pinned everybody and their picture next to the country that they're from mm. um, so they pinned her next to Canada based on her nationality so and there was another girl in the class who's Jordanian and they pinned her next to Jordan so she came home very upset being like, my, our family is in Jordan. Why am I next to Canada? I would I want to be pinned next to Jordan. Right. So I had to send an email like a psycho mom. <laughs> like, please, my daughter is confused about her identity. Um, and they repinned her next to Jordan. And then International Day came. And then I was like, you know, you're going to wear Tobe Falastini. And she's like, where am I from? Like, what's going on? What is this insanity? You said I'm from Canada. We go there in the summer. But all our family's in Jordan. And now I have to wear Tobe Falastini. Right. Yeah. So I have to be like, well, you're kind of from everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of. It's confusing. So, I can imagine. Really confusing. Yeah. It's really confusing. What do you think? Yeah. My, uh, what I was thinking about just now is that, I mean, comparing here with the West, 
I mean, you go to a Canadian, you ask them, oh, where are you from? They're going to say, I'm Canadian. Right. But if you go on to ask, oh, okay, but, like, where are your ancestors from? A lot of them, like, sort of can't answer that question right. completely. So that's not re- exactly happening to us here because we, I mean, we're Emirati in the sense of, like, we lived here, but we are always remembering where originally where we're originally from. Right. Yeah. Um, Maybe because there's a lot of political baggage to it. Yeah, or, or historical well, baggage to, be to honest, it. it kind of plays across the field. Like if I go to a friend of mine's house in Canada who's Indian, they have a very Canadian atmosphere. But if I go to a friend of mine's house here who's Indian, no, it's very it's Indian. Indian. That's and true. Yeah. They're you know they're preparing the food. Like you, you feel like a mini India in their house. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think part of it is also when you move to get to Canada, you can immigrate there and become Canadian. Yes. You, true. You really, you, can, you kind of true. There is assimilation. And it's a, I find this very interesting as well. Like the assimilation levels of Canada you know like yeah. people go to Canada and they become Canadian you know and it's it's weird it's not only people who were born there but people who for example go to study there or it's just after some time like they lived there for 10 years and this is a live example I, I went and I saw some of my friends who immigrated there and they're so proud yeah. of being you Definitely. know there and they're so proud to, to call themselves Canadians and and they're just so involved in you know mm everything around there and it just it surprises me of yeah. the level of assimilation and like celebrating Canada Day yeah, yeah, yeah exactly favorite and activity for sure it's crazy yeah. and, and Canadian Thanksgiving and like all that stuff like they take pictures oh Canadian Thanksgiving I'm like wow like I mean it is a lot of fun though it's, I mean, <laughs> turkey gravy yes yeah. sign me up <laughs> like you know but it's it's and maybe it got me thinking maybe the the, the Canadian idea or the Canadian project is a successful one where yeah, it assimilates definitely. people um, into their civil society. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I've never lived there, but I've only been there for eight days, and that's that's that was interesting for me. Mm-hmm. I, I like to observe things, you know, and I like to look at things and and think about like why did this thing Question. work? You know, definitely. like why why was this a success in mm-hmm. Canada and maybe other parts of Europe, for example, not so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Where people didn't really integrate with each mm-hmm. other, you could see people. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's something. Maybe it's because Canada and the U.S. are like fairly newer than Europe. Probably, because also in the U.S., I, I see that in the U.S. too, right? People who Probably become American, American quickly become American. You know, oh, they're yeah, like, okay, okay. yeah, we yeah. feel American. Yeah. Like we, yeah. uh, from my parents' experience, uh, I like what they've shared with us. Right. Is that from the moment they stepped into Canada, the moment that the plane landed and they went to the immigration, um, you know, when they were figuring out their paperwork and stuff like that with all of us, um, the person greeting them was telling them, as of this day, as of the moment you land in Canada, you're Canadian. Right. So it's just this sense of belonging that was given to them. Right. Um, Like right away, they didn't have to earn it. They didn't have to prove it. It's you are now here. You're part of this family. And everyone really accepts you like you're a part of the family. Like in the school, nobody ever asks you where you're from, ever. Mm, Like I had never faced this question in my life. Like I had friends who were my childhood friends that I grew up with. And I only recently knew where they're originally from because I traveled there with my husband who was like, but where is she from? <laughs> <laughs> and he was interrogating them. And I never, I was like, what? You're actually Dominican or you're this or that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're, you're definitely accepted and integrated. And, and that's probably part of the reason why my parents 
brought us back because it's such a success story that it's so easy to lose yourself in it. Mm. Ah, gotcha. So easy to forget who you are and just, right. you know, want to be part of that because it's just, it's such a happy, welcoming, yeah. go lucky thing that's going on there. That's so true. Very yeah. successful. And your dad wanted to come back because he wanted to yes. basically look at your Arab roots Definitely. and uh, sort of like reconnect with your Arab roots. Exactly. Okay. He, he was seeing that we were kind of like disconnecting, even though we were in Arab home, we did attend Arabic and Islamic Saturday school and oh, <laughs> all the horrible things we had to do. <laughs> but and my dad would bring like Il Manhaj from the UAE, so we had to study with my mom and all these things. Oh. But it's it's really, it's very powerful. It's ah. so powerful. And school hours are so long in Canada. Like, you, by the time you get home, it's four, and the sun sets at five. So, like, the interaction you have at home is minimal. Right. So you really are living and breathing this idea of Canada, and we are one. And All the time. Yeah, all the mm. time. Yeah, well, my, my, uh, my wife's parents, my, my parents-in-law, they love Canada. They live there now. And he just, he, all the time, he, uh, you know, we go like to a burger place. Like you, you, we don't, have, you have no burgers like this for you know in Dubai. Like Canada's burgers are the yeah. best. You know, I'm like all right, well, yeah. With everything. So he's yeah, everything, literally everything. Like you see, uh, you see the water here. Oh, it's the best water in the yeah. world. You see that? You know, we're gonna go to Niagara Falls. Best falls in the world. You know, like so. He's very like so. I can understand. Like I'm sure like that's something shared amongst a lot of people who probably do that and it's part of that social experiment it's it's, yeah. it's very interesting you know yeah. and to a certain degree I feel like people in Dubai also who grew up here like maybe yourself I feel you also maybe could identify with um, Dubai like I don't know for me at least I mean I see Dubai is such a home for me you know yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah for sure absolutely I mean Dubai is where I grew up Dubai is where I have all my friends my really good friends um, and yeah I mean just recently, I mean, I went to Halifax, studied there for five years. Oh, did you study there for university? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. I got my bachelor's degree in accounting. Gotcha. And then I was That's looking, cool. That uh, sounds very hard. So I, mean, I respect that. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> um, I suck with numbers. That's why. So, <laughs> I so I'm impressed by anyone who yeah. knows how to add uh, like uh, complicated <laughs> numbers. Jameen is also my financial advisor, oh, by yeah. the way. Oh, dude, we should all have another podcast. <laughs> are with him, and I don't know where my dividends are. To <laughs> I keep hearing something about dividends. I should be getting profit, but he's silent about it. But that's, uh, that's a whole other I'm, thing. Uh, I'm pulling the rug right under you. <laughs> Uh, but no, I actually, it's a common misconception, in my opinion, that accounting means you're really good with numbers. Right. It doesn't really mean that. Okay. Accounting, what does it mean? Accounting is like the language of business. It's like a language. It's not like about formulating numbers and creating formulas and things like that. It's more like understanding, okay, if this number is going in here, then where does it go? It's just, yeah, it's more of a language. Right. Okay. Um, anyways, I'm not going to start a right, we're not gonna gonna be course like, right now. Okay. It's going to be accounting. <laughs> and credits. And, uh, but anyways. So took I, me back to AUD. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I got my accounting degree and then I started looking for a job in uh, Halifax. Couldn't find a job, uh, so I was working as a uh, 
<laughs> as a clown, actually. I, I like to say clown because it's funny, but basically what we did was we set up bouncy castles for okay. birthday parties for little kids, <laughs> and we start playing with them. Oh, wow. I did that for like a month. Only. That is the most interesting thing that has been said on this podcast. <laughs> I have a guy who worked as a clown. You are really good with kids. Yeah. You are good with kids, yeah. for sure. I think it's because I have like some sort of like kid <laughs> kind of ro- aroma. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And, uh, and also, so I had another job. I would set up fences around construction sites. But also, that lasted for like a very short time. Uh-huh. Uh But then I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, with an accounting degree, setting up fences, playing with kids to make money and like pay for it. <laughs> so I decided, okay, I should just go back to Dubai, uh, settle with my family, right? And uh, yeah, you know, start my career. You know, right. quote unquote career. Mm. So I came back, uh, started doing my CPA, which is this really difficult set of exams that you got to do mm. in order to get a certificate in accounting. Uh, so I started doing that, got a job at uh, one of the top four accounting firms, and I kicked off my career. Uh, but that only lasted, I mean, within the second year, I started realizing, like, man, I'm just unhappy. I was really unhappy and at a very bad place uh, in my head during that time. And I uh, decided right then, I was like, man, okay, I want to try to change my reality a little bit like just take a step towards another reality even if it's like one small step right so i decided to start this poetry initiative oh interesting okay uh, yeah you were talking about that yesterday actually you you had yeah. you're into poetry yeah exactly yeah. so i had this blog that i had written while i was in halifax um it's a sort of a blog where i write my thoughts my poems and yeah just random things and I was like, I was like, I would never say that it was me. I would go under a pseudonym all the time. Really? Yeah, it was the most cliche name I ever. What was <laughs> it? It was a pondering thoughts. Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep one. Oh, yeah. like, I'm learning so much about you, Jeff. <laughs> Let's end this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right your generation. All right, everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I had that ran, and then I was like, man. I just sat down. I was like, why Why do I have this problem that I can't say it's me? So I started thinking, because I have this problem, we're all human beings. There's probably so many other people who have the same problem. So I decided right there and then that I would create a platform that's cool, accepting, uh, and open for people to just share their poems and stop being shy about it. Right. Uh, so I created Dubai Poetics nice. right there and then. I bought the website, DubaiPoetics.com. And I just put out an uh, announcement like, hey, you got a poem? Send it over to me. I will give it to a visual artist, and they will create a picture out of your poem. Mm. Um, And then I started doing edition after edition, month after month, uh, gained some form of following after a year. And then I started thinking about, well, people started emailing me like, uh, hey, why don't you do like a spoken word event, poetry event? Right. I was like, yeah, okay, so people are asking for it. Let's do it. So we did our first one. A hundred people came, and Isra was actually the first person to perform. A <laughs> hundred people came. Yeah, I was I was shocked yeah. to be wow. honest. It, it, like the place was busting out. Like it was so many people. Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah, and our friends. Do you think you people, like Dubai? I mean, I had no idea there was a scene. So yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a huge scene. Definitely a need. There's actually more than one poetry, like... Uh, Platform? Co- yeah. And st- well, of course, in Arabic, right? It's, it's a huge thing. It's in the culture. For in the Arabic, Marathi yeah, culture, it's a huge yeah. thing. But, I mean, to be fair, to be honest, I, I say all languages are open. So most of them are English. Gotcha. But there are some Arabic, and we really try to push the Arabic thing. That's so interesting. Thing. Um, 
yeah, and actually Hint, our friend over here behind the camera. What up, Hint? <laughs> Shout out! <laughs> <laughs> One of our uh, loyal uh, attendees. <laughs> I always love seeing her there. And uh, yeah, so we started, it kicked off from that event, and then we started doing more and more events, then we started doing workshops, and then spoken word workshops, like just meeting up together as you know, poets. I hate calling myself a poet, but like, yeah, as poets. Uh, it's cool. You own it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we just give our, each other like brutal feedback, like no holding back. Like we want to all improve ourselves. Right. And yeah, and then we hold the poetry night again and so on and so forth. So that's where I started kicking off myself into a new reality. And right. then I quit my job. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I started... Uh, I was like a bit naive. I was like, maybe I can do the poetry thing. It'll be my full time thing. Well, that's what I. This is, also, this is not going there. Okay, <laughs> no, no, it's not going. That's where I thought the story was going. <laughs> Hopefully, in the future. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then yeah, I started tra- changing my reality. I got another job that I also didn't like. It was even worse than my, the one before that. And then I told myself, okay. I have these initiatives, which is the poetry thing. And by that time, we were talking about starting the podcast, yeah. Hamburger Generation. And I was like, okay, what is there like a job that will give me some sort of good income uh, that's in a field that will improve these initiatives that I have? Right. Mm, and it was digital marketing for me. Okay. So I joined a company now uh, in influencer marketing. Okay. Uh, people kind of like hold back when I say influencer. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, that's what, it is what it is, man. It's, it's yeah. the new world order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's actually not, I think people over-exaggerate like the negative connotations on the word influencer. Right, yeah. I think there's a lot of good in there. Absolutely, uh, yeah. But also there is the bad. I mean, we discussed this a lot on the podcast before, you know, about influencers and what it means. And, you know, some of them are good and some of them are, you know, they have that. uh, It depends on the personality, I would say. It depends on what type of content they're putting out out there. I think, you know, if they're putting out genuine, good content, then, you know, it's actually a good thing, I would say, you know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the way I look at it, there are two types of influencers. There are the type of people who are influencers first and then they look they look for things that like oh this is what influencers do so I should be doing them right so yeah, yeah so they're looking to be influencers not their thing yeah. so and then there's the other kind of influencers who I love working with right. is that they're just doing their thing right. and by doing their thing they became influencers in their community and yeah. people want to follow them and know about them and hear about them yeah I love and, that. Yeah. yeah, and these are the people that we should be like supporting, and like we should stop hating on the influencer marketing right. uh, industry. Let's say. Yeah. No, I'm with you with that. Yeah, yeah that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so I'm in that right now, and I love the company that I work for. Right. Uh, and it's good. I mean, it's an industry that you are interested in, and that's obviously yeah. something that really is important to do something that you love. Yeah. I mean, so. it's amazing to go from behind the desk on doing accounting to now. Uh, like talking to a lot of people, you know, right. like uh, having interactions with people and yeah, it's uh, right. And I find like I use a lot of my psychology muscles, which I love doing. Right. In the, in but the uh, do you, so when's your next poetry event? Uh, poetry event. We don't have a poetry event coming up okay. scheduled or a workshop or. Uh, yeah, we have actually our first book club. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. There's so much happening with you guys. <laughs> awesome. Curveball. No, I really respect that. You guys are really going after your interests and making them happen. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, man, it's as simple as, like, a good idea. I want to do it. Just go out and do it. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's yeah. like, what do they say? Build it and they'll come. Right. Yeah. I believe sure. in that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Actually, Isra is going to be heading our book club. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And when is that, when's that launching? 
so the first day is going to be on September 22nd, and we're already taking registrations. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, we have four registrations already. And we've selected the book. What's the book? Oh, yeah. uh, the or book is called Honor. Okay. By I forget who. Elif <laughs> Shafak. Yes. Exactly. Elise Shafa? By yeah. a Turkish writer, right? Yeah. Um, Hint read it? it? You've read it? Yeah, in Arabic, though. Oh, oh sure. my gosh. You want to reread it and join the I book club? I think so, yeah. Because it's such a great book to discuss. It's really tackling the mm. idea of the woman being represented as the male's honor. Yeah. Um, in uh, in uh, looking at the past and in a modern context in London. So it's it's something interesting to discuss. And why not discuss these things through a book club so here cool. in Dubai where it is so multicultural. Yeah, you know? absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for whoever's listening, if you want to sign up to the book club, you go on DubaiPoetics.com and you'll find that. DubaiPoetics.com yeah. for the premiere uh, of the book club mm-hmm. by the hamburger generation. It's like our first cycle. So this is kind of like our, our first. Run, yeah. sort of thing. I love it. And, uh, no, hopefully it's cool. We'll be successful and we move on to other books. Yeah. You guys have obviously the, the right energy. You guys have very like great personalities. Um, yeah. I love this conversation. You know, it was it was really cool, and I think it really I did or really embodied the uh, your podcast, which is the. Honestly, the hamburger generation, right? We spoke about a lot of things that really is very generational, um, whether it's identity or whether like it's assimilation or whether it's following passions and stuff like that. So, yeah. And you can see that definitely with you guys and actually following what you love, yeah. which is awesome. So hats off to you guys for doing what you want to do and, and spreading positivity, you know, like Thanks. through books, through podcasts, through poems. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, actually to conclude my thoughts about that is uh, you, it came from your question of like uh, Dubai, your home and all that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I was in Dubai and at one point I wanted to leave Dubai. I was like, this is not the place for me. I want to go back to Canada. I was like that. Right. And then I was like, why don't I, like Dubai is my home. Like right. that, whether I like it or not, Dubai is my home. Create your reality. So, yeah, yeah. so make it a better home then. Right. And that's where the whole initiatives is coming from. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. If it's missing, then you got to make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the things I sort of thought about, thought about when I first started the podcast is it's missing. I want to do it. It fulfills some kind of creative need for me, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel sometimes we get stuck in routines and so on. And, yeah. and you, sometimes you need to break out of this routine on a Saturday, do this, have conversations with people I haven't met before. And we had a, such a engaging, fun conversation. Um, now I feel like not just we know each other, but like we also have each other's contacts. Now we become like more friends and like we can talk to each other more in the future. Absolutely. Any podcast in the future, I know that I could recommend you guys for mm-hmm. other people. So it's that sort of thing that and we're versa. building. Oh, thank yeah, you, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but anyway, I just, uh, I'm, I'm happy that you guys were on. Uh, we are closing on the hour. So um, I just want to thank you guys to come out on a Saturday. Uh, I know it's a weekend and you got your family commitments, you got your commitments. I don't know if it's family or not, but... Uh, but uh, I got no commitments. I was just sitting at home, you know. It's just like a lone wolf. Okay. I'm just happy, you know. Um, but Thank I you really, for having us. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. Thank yeah. you for having us. And it's so funny, us. we just met literally like through Hind, Hind behind the camera, so like a applause for Hind. <laughs> the orchestrator. <laughs> Producer Hind. Uh, so we just met like not even a week ago through uh, our WhatsApps and just yeah. here we are today making this happen. So I really thank you guys for making this happen on such short notice. I know we changed the time a few times, so really thanks. Thank you so much for, for coming on to the podcast. Thanks, thanks, thanks Bessa. 
Yeah, so so thank you, Basil. Thank you, Jamil. Thank you, Isra. Thank you, Hind, who is behind the cameras. A lot of thank yous to conclude our episode. And thank you to Basil from Basil Meets for featuring Hamburger Generation on the Basil Meets podcast. And then it coming back to Hamburger Generation where we featured his podcast on our podcast. So make sure to check out Basil Meets the Podcast. Great host, Basil, with a great show and lots of amazing guests. He's always getting such interesting topics on his show. He's available on everywhere you listen to podcasts. So wherever you're listening on right now, you could probably search Basil Meets and you'll be able to listen to his episodes. Thanks again for listening.